Welcome back to Bat Rankings Beyond, where you can come for Batman, but stay for walking through walls. Yeah, yeah. I'm your head scientist, Ben Creighton, with me as always. Hey, it's Kenny Wendorski. It's it's been another one of those. We skipped a couple of weeks. I'm yep. on this new class, and I've just been slammed. I don't know what's been going on with you. I did see the weekend. Oh yeah, fantastic concert. Nice. Uh, not a big fan of the parking, but I think that's just. To be expected I, I think concerts. that is just concerts. <laughs> we had a hell of a time getting off the off-ramp uh, to get into the parking. This is at, I'm so sorry, this is in Phoenix yep. at their Cardinals football stadium, which I've never been to. Uh, so that was a, a series of misadventures, but it led to a fantastic concert. Wonderful. Very glad. Very happy that I got to witness it. And uh, yeah. I think I'm concerted out. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I had an extra weird Al ticket and I offered it to you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Sarah, uh, I can't remember if it's, I want to say Neil Diamond, but that, that could be just because I heard that on the radio on the way over here. But she's tempted to go to another concert. I was like, oh, that's three in one month. You're doing it. <laughs> Have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's weird because my, like, all of the people that I would invite other than you are are married or in a relationship and it feels weird to invite half of a couple to right. a thing. Yeah. But my girlfriend is in Texas or else obviously she would be no right. no offense. I'll still have sex with you later, but <laughs> she would be my first choice. <laughs> yeah. In between care to be stupid and uh, yeah. uh Well you said it's the not the bigot, so no yeah. Amish paradise, but yeah. I'll slip in an H J here and there. Yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> so we've all done it. Right not <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I've, I've just been slammed with schoolwork and then trying to keep up with with all the all the TV in mm-hmm. the in the middle of that. Like, okay, I'm done with my homework. Rings of Power fucking sucks, dude. I haven't watched it because oh I've God. had. We have a chef. He he just got promoted. He's now our new head chef. He's a great guy. You would love him. Yeah, he yeah. loves like uh, manga and and, yep. and and Dragon Ball Z and, yep. and but he also likes sci fi like I do. Yeah, and I asked him how how was it. And he's like, dude, after one episode, I'm calling it quits. So yeah, that, that was that was me too. I watched <laughs> the first half of the first episode. And something interrupted me, and I was like, oh, thank God. I'm not- <laughs> <laughs> and I did go back and, and finish the first episode, and yeah, I, I fell asleep. It was terrible. Ah, oh, man. And, and just, like, dumb writing. My, my, I mean, obviously, I have my own hang-up because I view those movies that came out in 01, 02, 03 yep. as the definitive. Yep. You're not going to get better than that. But there's also a part of me that when I watch this commercials... Mm-hmm. It feels like they're trying to do uh, romantic, uh, you know, yearning for each other, yeah. eyes looking at each other, and I don't know if that's how it is. There, there, there is one. Part of the problem is that it it has like five different plot lines that it jumped between, oh. and it's like no, no, the the trilogy did it right, both the books and the and the movies, where you start with Frodo, he's the main character, and you follow him, and you meet each new character as he meets them, and then in the second movie and book, when things split up, and you know, Frodo and Sam are going this way, and Merry and Pippin are going that way, by yeah. that point you know all the characters, and you give a shit. And this is trying to speed run, like skip straight to no. We're we're jumping around between eighteen different characters. And I don't give a shit about any right, of them. Yeah. But one of them is very much the he's an elf and she's a human lady, and That's they the might thing. be That's, in love. Yeah. The, well, the commercials, the advertising, 
the way it's being presented to me is yep. not something I'm interested in all. Yep. I, I, I nope. just, I've reached the point in my life where I just want action and <laughs> drama <laughs> and, and fun characters. I don't want romance. Yep. So. You will get none of that. Okay. <laughs> no well, action right. and no fun characters. No, dude. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, all right. But uh, we got plenty of action today. Yes. We watched Batman Beyond. Yes. Now, Sneak I'm going to rely on you. Okay, I'm going to get my notes out. We watched the, I watched this two weeks ago, yep. uh, but we took some uh, breather. Yep. So it's a little fuzzy. <laughs> so we open up on, on Ian Peake. He is... I, I looked it up. This was in uh, late 2000 or early 2001. TMZ did not become a thing until 2005. But this feels very TMZ, celebrity gossip. He's got... I'm not sure if it's supposed to be an Australian or I a New Zealand Australian. accent. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he's, oh, I've got the inside scoop on. <laughs> there was a movie. It was called Mr. Deeds with uh, Adam Sandler. And yes. I remember there was a character that had an accent like that. Yeah. <laughs> Longfellow Deeds. Our jackass of the week. Yeah, but he's got the gossip about the boxing coach that's sleeping with his <laughs> the the boxer's girlfriend. Which damn dude, overweight boxing coach pulling uh, prime of his life uh, <laughs> boxer girlfriend. Okay, the boxer found out by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, you see him busting yeah. the door. It's a cute little like. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and. Paxton Powers has some kind of sex scandal going on. He's yeah, groping women at parties. Of, yeah, he's enjoying his wealth. Yeah, it's. Uh, it, it's I don't sort see of, why that's that's considered scandalous. I, it didn't look like. I mean, random floozy at a pool party, but she seemed into it. He seemed into it. Seemed like consenting adults having a good Any time. Any Las Vegas commercial plugs this and yep. they're like hey look at all these women look at these pools look at these martinis perhaps you could get inside these pools and or women you can too <laughs> yeah so but i guess that's a scandal yep and nobody knows how is he getting these inside scoops where's this footage coming from he's not telling anybody not even the people he works with yeah there's like an assistant director or s- yep. set manager he's asking he's like oh nope trade secret yep <laughs> And we, we cut over to a Mr. Lin, who's this uh, this older older gentleman uh, of, of East Asian descent, it seems like. Uh, smaller frame. And he's going into Gotham City Hall. He's got an appointment with Sam Young, the district attorney. He's uh, He works for a group called The Tong, which seems like a triad Asian mafia type outfit. And he's about to spill all the beans. But those beans aren't just going to Sam Young. Because our, our Mr. Peak, our TMZ, TMZ. Uh, gossip show host, apparently he's pivoting from celebrity gossip to criminal gossip. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know who tipped him off to this, but uh, he's going to get the inside scoop because he's able to... Uh, to walk through walls. Yeah. And I this confused me. I was watching and I had to, to jump back because I assumed... So it's a, it's the visual effect. I called him Seizure Man in my notes. Okay, yeah, yeah. Because he, he looks like you see the silhouette of the person, of, of a human, but it's like... It looks like a lava lamp, but yes. like with a strobe effect right. happening. And I just assumed that that was a visual effect for us, the audience, and that he was also invisible to the naked eye. 
Turns out that is not the case. He sneaks in here, and he's not a goddamn ninja. He is in plain sight a lot of the time, but people just don't happen to be looking in his direction. Yeah. And I went through this scene, like, beat by beat to see, like... Was I missing something? And and no, just whenever anybody looked in his direction, he'd step back and, like, step through a wall. But at one point, Mr. Lin's talking to Sam Young and telling him all about, here's how many mafia guys we've got, and here's all the criminal stuff. And this, again, flashing strobe light dude is standing in plain sight in the room pointing a camera at them. <laughs> and then Sam looks, and that should have been it right there. Yeah, it's a sound, right? Doesn't he hear a sound? He, he hears a sound or sees something out of the corner of his eye and, like, no, nobody... Again, he's not a goddamn ninja. If he yeah. was a literal ninja with this tech, then I could buy it. But he is not making any special attempt to sneak around or hide. It's real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> as he's phasing through the wall to, to evade capture, one of the guards... Sees him and and he has to, you know, clock him one and run away. He's running away through all kinds of walls. Chase scene ensues, but he gets away. Yeah, uh, this, uh, we don't really know where he got this tech, but uh, it's, it's, gosh, you've never seen Fringe, have you? I have not. I I hear, and not just from you either, I hear (laughs) it's the one good thing that Alex Kurtzman's ever done. I I don't know if you're going to like it, because I think you would, but if you don't, it would break my heart. So I want you to watch it, but I don't, you know? Yeah, and see, what from what I hear, it is better than anything else Kurtzman has ever done, but it still has certain, like, hallmarks of his particular style. And I think it might be one of those damned by association things where even if I watch it and it's good, the similarities with the way he's fucking ruined Star Trek might turn me off of it unfairly. So I almost don't want to watch it too for that because I know it's something you like and I don't want to come in here. We named our kids after characters from the show. So, yeah. (laughs) But anyway, there's a device. He found it to walk through walls. Like I like the way you said that phase through walls. Yeah. And it it turns out this was a, uh, a Wayne Powers joint. Uh, Nobuo, Nobuo Taka uh, was the name of the scientist used to work for Wayne Powers. Bruce is able to find all the dirt on this guy. But they know that whoever the intangible man is, because, oh, by the way, Batman swoops in. They have a big old fight scene. We kind of... Yeah. Of course they did. (laughs) (laughs) But Terry can't kick his ass, because every time he throws a punch, just goes right through him. And it seems to be like a selective... Like, when when he throws a punch at Terry, it connects. But Terry tries to clock him, and it just goes right through him. Yeah. But... Regardless, there was a scientist who was researching something about this, and but he died, and all his notes uh, got got destroyed in a fire. Um, but fortunately, I mean, this is the future, and everything has redundant cloud backups, and so we can just you know pull it down off the server. And no, no, it was, must have been a handwritten note. Yeah, <laughs> the, the the recipe for Coca Cola in a vault. You know, <laughs> once it's gone, it's gone. No. <laughs> And you know it's it's not entirely uh it's speaking of comparisons that are not entirely fair the whole time I'm watching this I'm like we saw this story before and it was called Ceno Evil and it was on our number 1 spot for a long time yeah. and it's better than this at uh, but that's skipping we're ahead. getting there we're getting <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there <laughs> 
And I, I'm looking through my notes, and I totally, uh, I totally missed how they, how they managed to put together that it's, uh, that it's peak. I, I guess it would be because he, he aired it all on his talk show, and so it's, it's not hard to put two and two together. Some right. mysterious dude broke into City Hall, got this footage, and then it shows up on the dude's talk show. Yeah. So Terry shows up and's like, hey. It might have been you or it might have been somebody working for you, but somebody's up to something. And if Terry could figure this out, why couldn't Barb Gordon and the entire Gotham Police Department? (laughs) A criminal mastermind this dude is not. But there's a scene where Terry is talking it over with Bruce in the Batcave and Bruce is like, eh, I mean, you know, it's not really hurting. Just leave it alone. Right. Bruce even says... He, what are you going to arrest him for? He's not a criminal unless being a reporter is a criminal. And I'm raising my hand like trespassing, breaking and entering, invasion of privacy. <laughs> These things are all crimes, well, like, Bruce, my dude. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he get in a fight with a guard? So that's a... Uh, Assault? There you go. There you go. <laughs> but Bruce isn't into it for some reason until he, he hides, Peak hides a camera during this fight with Batman, he bugged the bat plane, the bat, the new Batmobile. Mm-hmm. It went back to the bat cave, and now he announces live on air, I've got footage of the bat cave. I know who Batman is. He shows it with the footage, the faces blurred out. Tonight, in like seven hours, mm-hmm. I'm going to show you who Batman is and who his mysterious accomplice is. Yeah. And Terry's watching this with Mama McGinnis and Matt and saying, guys, I need to tell you something. I'm, you're going to find out soon. I'm Batman. They crack up. Yeah, they do not say, oh my God, this explains so much. The time that Matt was kidnapped by Bloodsport. All the mysterious absences. You go out early, you come, in, you come home late, and Bruce Wayne's a billionaire. Obviously, he could... Fuck, this blows our whole minds. No, they just left. <laughs> yeah, they, they don't believe him. And so Terry just kind of is like, all right, whatever. Yep. <laughs> uh, but I, it, this the effect of this doodad is having bad effects on the reporter. Stomach ache issues. Yep. We, we, he's been taking antacids, and we know that he's not feeling great in his digestive system. Uh, it, it's a side effect of him facing through walls. Yep, it's uh, much like the See No Evil tech. It was not perfected, <laughs> and it has certain health effects. Yep. And Terry goes to confront him and does the whole, okay, you can expose me, but don't expose Bruce. He's, yeah. you know, he's done so much good for this city, and Peek's like, nope, I'm, I'm going to do it, because fuck you both. Yep. Also, Peek, for all he knows, like, he does not have any special security around him. If... If Terry was a less scrupulous person, he could have offed him right there. Like, why on earth would you warn these people that are dangerous vigilantes? You think that your client, one of the wealthiest, most powerful men in the world, is secretly a vigilante who spends his nights beating criminals to a pulp with his bare hands? And your plan is to blackmail this person? This this story has so many holes in it. Yeah, holes. Ah, uh, like the hole in Peak's stomach. It, the his mid whole midsection is starting to phase even without the gadget. Yes, this is what the the pain is. He, he's 
He's uh, uh, becoming, uh, I don't know what you call him, a black hole, I guess. Yep, and he, he calls up Bruce Wayne and says, hey, I need to meet with you, with you privately. And he offers, I will not divulge your secrets, but you got to help me because this shit's going real bad. And, and you're the guy with all the money. You're the guy who funded the original research. you got to help me find a cure. And Bruce obviously says, well, you know, I've, I've saved far more terrible criminals than you. I've offered to help Clayface find a cure even after he was a multiple-time <laughs> murderer. So clearly I will know. Bruce says, fuck you. I guess you'll die. Yeah. Uh, and the effects are getting worse and worse. Uh, and uh, we might be skipping over some parts, but it's implied that he's the one who set the fire. The journalist yep. is the one who stole the, the device and set fire to the building so that his tracks are covered. Yep, and during our big climactic final set piece, finally the intangibility effect takes over his whole body. He can't turn it off. He, you know, no device, there's no off switch. Mm -hmm. And finally he becomes just apparently permanently intangible and sinks down. He phases through the floor, phases through multiple stories of this big office building through apartments, and he's just falling and falling. And the big Twilight Zone ending is that Bruce says to Terry, I guess in the end, the only thing that could finally affect him was gravity. Yeah, he's going to go to the center of the Earth, and there he will remain forever. You know, we don't get many of you molten rock men in here. Well, at these prices, I'm not surprised. And thus ends Sneak Peek. Yeah. Kenny, did this episode hold up? I think this would have been a very good comic book. Yeah, I could see that. It does not work as an animated... 30 minute show I love the end the end the, where Batman's trying to help him yep. we we failed to kind of Batman is is he's grabbing for his arm he's like pull yourself together um, he, the guy keeps falling through different levels so Batman runs downstairs using his jetpack boots he's trying to help him and he just keeps sinking and sinking and sinking yep. that's a great set piece well, you got to wait till the end of the episode for that 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 is definitely the best part of the episode I like the concept but the execution is really all over the place. This would have been a great comic book. I yeah. could see this, you know, 20 pages, read mm-hmm. it. Good disposable fun as an animated series. And this is, it's kind of sad because the gimmick is walking through walls. That's mm-hmm. a great yeah. uh, uh, visual thing to do. Uh, we love seeing characters who do it, like Kitty Pride from yep. the X-Men. Uh, that's a cool special effect. Yeah, maybe he could, like, stick his hand in somebody's head and, and send them back through time somehow. And wait, no, that would make no goddamn sense. <laughs> in, in the Fringe episode I was talking about, it was a bunch of uh, guys that were uh, trying to steal tech. And at one point, one guy, his device wears off. They have a limited amount of time. And he's stuck in the bank vault, like half in, half out. <laughs> it was cool. It was yeah. pretty cool. The, the bank robbers are like, shit, we can't. Uh, and they like cap him in the head. So <laughs> when the, the investigators show up, they're like, oh, there's a guy halfway through a wall. That's weird. <laughs> so uh, this episode, well, let's find out. I'm a disciple of science. Yeah, I, this, this feels like it's going to be a weird one to rank, but that's what science is for. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, Reginald uh, is, is uh, we've, we've got him all deprogrammed from the tuning forks. Yeah. He's, he's back to normal. Uh, the, the rats are still busy with the tree. So uh, it's really just us. And Reggie in the lab today. Yeah, oh yeah. So Reggie, if you, if you would just uh, boot up the science machine. Thank you, kind sir. All we have to do is get our lab coats on. Let's take those pants off. Woo! All right. Even though we're mid-September, still kind of hot out there. It, it is, although it's finally getting getting nice enough that I can leave the uh, just in the last couple of days. 
leave the uh, the window open while I'm sleeping. Nice. That's that's a good feeling. <laughs> Get that fresh air in here. All right. We've got our master list of 30 episodes. Ooh, Here we go. Wow. Rebirth, Dead Men's Hand, Hooked Up, Lost Soul, Shrek, Meltdown, Disappearing, Incascension, Armory, Mind Games, Blackout, The Winning Edge, A Touch of Karari, Eyewitness, Babel, Splicers, One Spurn, Hidden Agenda, Golem, Earthmover, The Judge, Revenant, Spellbound, The Last Resort, Joyride, Final Cut, Heroes, Terry's Friend, Dates, A Robot, Bloodsport, Rats. Rats. Yeah. Ah, right. All right. RNG Jesus wants to know, is this episode, sneak peek, better or worse than number 12, The Winning Edge? No. I think The Winning Edge had a, a coherent storyline from start to finish. may not be our best on the list, but it's definitely, uh, it, it was workable. Yeah, yeah. I think the worst you can say about Winning Edge was that it was a little basic, but like you say, at least it held together. Yeah. So... That was not intended to be a pun. Hey! <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I suppose he did hold together. Just, you know, <laughs> couldn't hold himself above the ground. Do though? Because if he's going to the, the center of the earth, I would imagine the heat. I, I would assume that it would kill him. God, I hope so. Because otherwise, he's slowly starving to death down there. But it's it's one of those things where this kind of tech, it's you probably shouldn't think too hard about it. Because if yeah. he's phasing through all matter, how is he pulling oxygen from the air and breathing. Yeah. I mean, if nothing else, once he's underground, there's no more air to breathe and he would suffocate. So yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to assume death. I hate to think that he's just sitting in the middle of the Earth's core, just yeah. bored as shit. Oh, cruel fate to be thusly boned. You know, maybe that's, that's a good demise for him, though. Yep. Well, let's see where this episode's demise lands. Is Sneak Peek better or worse than number 18? Hidden Agenda. Is that the one with Max? Max. I'm fairly sure. Where she becomes valedictorian? Yeah, pretty sure that's the one. I didn't like that one as much as you, but I think that one still holds together stronger. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't a great episode, but it had some good bits to it. Yeah, and we we got a a little bit more Max. Max. Yeah. Which, uh, when we first started this, we both were not looking forward to Max. Max. She's starting to get better. Yeah, yeah, she really is. I mean, that was the uh, that was the introduction of Max. Man, so it Max. wasn't, you know, it wasn't the best Max, Man, but Max. it wasn't the worst either. Right. I, I like the villain. It had some good set pieces. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna gonna go ahead and concur. In that case, is sneak peek better or worse than number twenty six? The final cut. I never had the nerve to make the final cut. That yeah, that was Karare. Taking down all the other assassins and oh, I like this one better than that one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna concur with you there. It's uh, Karari should have been a one and done. Yep, I agree. That 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 is another one that, for all its faults, had a story that probably did hold together better than this one. But this one at least had a unique idea, even if it didn't do very well by right. it. And uh, we already did the Karari slash slash sword fight. Yeah. Samurai Jack thing. It felt repetitive. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't think we will, but I would not say no to, I mean, not the same character, obviously, because he dead. But <laughs> if a more interesting character found some missing notes to use this mm-hmm. intangibility tech, like, there's a good story in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. This is a great... Yeah. It's been done, and it's been done better. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would love to see another character do this. Yeah. All right. 
In that case is sneak peek, better or worse than number 21, Matlock, the judge. Matlock! Because <laughs> the end is pretty cool. The end is pretty cool. That's You're not wrong. The Twilight Zone ending kind of saves it. It's, it is a really good ending. It's, that was the only part I remember. Yeah. When, I, when I realized what episode this was, I was like, oh shit, this is the one with the really cool ending. And then it kept going. I'm like, oh man, that might be the only cool thing about it, though. Hmm. I think Matlock's better. I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just means we get to listen to this beautiful Matlock remix yeah, again. Yeah, you know, that so, Matlock episode, from start to finish, you and I never got bored. Yeah, it was entertaining the whole time. God damn, Matt, I'm going to go Matlock. Yep, I'm, I, I as well. That, that one also not without its plot holes, but this one was, it's like... It's it's more whole than plot. <laughs> yeah, yes. Hey, oh no, are we getting canceled for that one? Oh man. Oh man. But all right, we got more science left to do. Is sneak peek better or worse than number twenty three? Spellbound. For all its faults, Spellbound had those creative fantasy sequences. It was pretty. It, it was pretty. It was varied. I think I like this one's Twilight Zone ending better than any of those individual fantasy sequences, but I think taken as a whole, Spellbound was more consistent. I'll agree. So, I'll agree. All right. Going to give the edge to Spellbound. We're definitely down in those that doldrums part of the list where it's like, I, I kind of don't really care, but <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is Sneak Peek better or worse than number 25, Joyride? I, th- I think yes. Better than Joyride? Yes. Yeah, I think I'd concur. Joyride does hold together. Yeah. That's the strength. Yeah. That's so fucking boring. Yeah, it's boring. The characters are, are very stock. This is the reluctant one who doesn't want to do crimes. I, I think you and I kind of called it. I was going on. I was like, this is the voice of reason guy yeah. who's going to like choose to not be bad at the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go with this one over that. I'm going to concur, which leaves us with but one decision left to make. Is this one sneak peek better or worse than the last resort? Cut my life into pieces. I believe that was the one with like the Orwellian teen prison. Oh, yeah. Chelsea gets in there and right. gets big bags under her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I think they're kind of similar <sighs> in that they they had a. An idea that could work, but is just so unbelievable because of the way that execution falls apart. I was thinking about that one not too long ago about mm. how, like, how do you re- recover a relationship like that? <laughs> Daddy sent me to a place to make me a nicer person, which, A, who gives you that right to do that? This yeah. is my personality. Uh, yeah. it, it would have probably been the end of that daddy-daughter relationship. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's far outside the bounds of what you can do in a Batman Beyond episode, I think. But that's been on my mind recently, just because my, um, you know, my respite client who is has 
severe, severe autism, nonverbal. He got sent to an institution in the 90s. Oh, yeah. That's like a fucking horror show. Yeah. Like, made made this Orwellian teen prison look like Club Med. But, you know, <laughs> that's that's some... Batman occasionally dabbles in some serious themes. The the treatment of the ment I mean, the treatment of the mentally ill is is Arkham, and that is a cartoonish farce compared mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that is not a serious examination of the way we treat people with severe mental disabilities and or illnesses in our society. Feel free to disagree. Just the fact that we're having this conversation means there is a little bit more meat in that sandwich than the spot or. I keep calling him Spot because there was like a, a, there was Spider-Man, a Spider-Man villain, villain with very similar powers. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Wrong. I'd forgotten all about that until that Freudian slip just now. Um, yeah. Feel free, and I don't really want a knife fight, but uh, yeah, I'm, I, I'm going to go with the Chelsea one. Yeah, I I managed to feel something for Chelsea, like for whatever else that episode did wrong, like. Yeah, she seemed like in a bad way. I wanted her to get out of there. I had that bare minimum level of of emotional investment. I felt so. sorry for the uh, the painter kid who oh, yeah. he was sent to ISO, yep. which obviously messed him up in the head. Yep. There's a, there's something there. There's some meat, and I, I enjoyed that one slightly more than this one. Yeah, I'm 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 with you that it's a it's a razor thin margin, but yeah, I, I think I'll go ahead and concur. Which makes this one, Sneak Peek, our new number 25, just below The Last Resort, and just above Joyride. I think we could have done more with this villain, too. Yeah. If his whole deal, which is kind of creative, he wants to become famous by getting secrets and putting it on his paparazzi channel. That's pretty creative. That's a unique villain, but they barely dabbled with that stuff. Yeah, I, I think there is... I think it's too... Two good ideas that just didn't quite mesh together into one. Which is a shame, because I, I think this would have had potential. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those, much like the, the splicing thing as mm-hmm. a you know teenage rebellion, it's sort of like getting a tattoo, but, you know. It's antlers. Yeah, it's, it's this, like, allegorical examination of some sort of generation gap social issue like the the whole celebrity culture the obsession that we have with celebrity gossip in some ways this was almost a little ahead of its time right? because well like i said tmz not a thing until 2005 well, 4 years later but Maybe because it was ahead of its time, it wasn't able to get super incisive with those themes, so it just wound up kind of being a blah. Yeah, and I get it, it's 22 minutes, and you're selling this to kids, but yeah, kids still can enjoy uh, thematic themes. Yep. I mean, Batman Animated Series had several episodes involving it, so... Yep. Yeah. So... Well, that's that's our science segment for this week. Yeah. And next week, it's the moment you've all been waiting for. Yeah! It's the Egg Baby! Egg Babies! <laughs> this was uh, back in the like early mid-2000s when I was active on the Toon Zone forums. <gasps> this was the episode that everybody fucking hated. Yep. This was the I've Got Batman in My Basement of Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be here to... To re-examine it with some science and see if it really deserves all the hate it got. That'll yeah. be next week. Yeah. 
In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the internet? Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter. You can try to find me on twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, but I'm going to be real. I've been slammed with homework, and I have not been streaming much lately. Yeah. But you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can pledge us one, five, or ten dollars a month. You can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. You can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or presumably other places. Yeah. Or you can tell a friend. Yeah. Leave us a voicemail. Yeah. These are things you can do that we would appreciate. The voicemails are my personal favorite. It's good stuff. But we love it all. We love it all. And we love all of you. We do. And we will see you next week for some Egg Babies. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye.